You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Uh, welcome to it. Uh, this is Sports Day with Badge. Hey. Gary Boucher. It's me. How Boucher. are you? Good, good to see you. It's like a, <laughs> I don't know. a South African cricket. All right, Gary. How are you? Welcome back to the Sports Day studios too, by good. the way. You're all COVID clear. Yes. I'm, I've decided to come back for a night. Uh, it looks good great. Here. And yeah. love the new wall that's just been put in and everything's right, fantastic. Don't start about the wall, mate. What? And listen, we've got bigger things to talk about because wall. this man has faced so much adversity during da, his da, holidays. Da, 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 Over his five weeks holidays, uh, Gary Bilcher, this man has had gout, arthritis, COVID, <laughs> couldn't wipe his backside, but he's back on deck tonight. Ladies and der- gentlemen, I give you Scott Sattler. Uh, hello, everyone. Hey, great, dude, great to be back. I was just... Time to come back as well. I said to my wife the other day, I've watched every possible show on TV because, as you said, I had arthritis. I was on the couch for five weeks and um, basically just watched every show possible on every streaming network. But can I tell you... Did you have all those at once, arthritis, gout and COVID? No, I had arthritis and COVID together. Yeah. And what what did you do about the bum situation? Well, I worked out a system, how I can do it with my left hand. Oh. But... Oh. Oh, don't... But on the toilet, I thought you'd been working in the garden so, today. But in saying that, <laughs> with the toilet theme, yes, what I did learn over the last five weeks is one of my closest friends who I've known for 35, 37 years. Yes, I learnt only two weeks ago that when he goes to the toilet oh, to on. do a number two, no, come oh, on, he come takes on. every skerrick of clothing off. What? Even at home, he takes everything what? off: shirt, pants, shoes, everything. <laughs> takes it all off. How did you learn this? You I don't know, why, the camera I don't know why we were talking about it. What do you talk to people about, mate? He said, oh, well, yeah, when I go to the toilet, I've got to take, you know, even when I go to a public toilet, I've got to take everything off. I'm like, what are you <laughs> talking about? He goes, I take all my, my clothes off when I go to the toilet. I went, <laughs> are you bizarre? Is what? that legal? I've never met anyone else like that. I think, actually, I think a guy that we know, Tony McDonald from the Titans, I think he does that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> He'd listen and clacker. But you in saying that, that. It, I've known him basically nearly my whole life, and it's the first time I, I learnt that about him. So the listeners, other than being s- struck down with arthritis <laughs> for five weeks, I learnt that about my best friend. And what I'm really excited about, and I know reality junkie Glenn is going to be excited about this, the you amount of reality that. TV that starts up tonight with oh. with uh, Survivor. Michael Crocker is on it, former Roosters. and the great man. Robin Storm and Queensland player, Australian player. Maths. Maths is on. Is he and on that Voice too? Generations. 
What? As well. What's voice generation? That's the family. You get to go on with family members and sing in duets. Oh, no thanks. What? Mm. Nah, that's not happening. Oh. Um, hang on. Why that's is- a shame. After such an amazing weekend of sport and these great people, we're going to look. get to them. We're going to talk about Ash and mm. Rafa. Come oh, of on. Course, yeah. What are we talking about? Pooing with no clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the good stuff. But what? Hang on. Hang the on. The show's gone downhill already, Woogie. He's I only know. been back for three I know. minutes. I know. Now I can't even look at his left hand. Oh, it's, it's, Get that thumb your out fingernails of your mouth. are so dirty. Get them out of your mouth. They are filthy. Hey, listen, it was a big weekend for Massive for weekend. Ash. Oh, well done. Ash for all of us. How proud are we? Yeah. Very. Did you shed a tear when she won? Yeah, and oh. when Kyrgios and Kokonakis won. I reckon well. it was when. No, you're not. You don't. Oh, I love that. Do not put them in the same. I love Kyrgios. They're you're not out. in the same no. ballpark. We'll talk about them later, but you're right. Well, the, you turn um, his microphone off. The five and a half hour battle last night between Nadal, who to become the, the greatest Grand Slam winner of all time, but Ash Barty on Saturday night, to come back from 5 1 down, amazing. And just an amazing effort. Mm. What was it? Was your favourite moment her winning, or oh, I, which I thought was a great. And then. When they said, we've got a surprise mm. for you, Todd Woodbridge. And they brought out Yvonne Goolagong, Yvonne Cooler. Amazing. Wow. That was a special moment. Even Craig, she was overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. Craig Tiley finally gets it right. I thought Novak Djokovic was going to come back out. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I thought was going to He was going to go, surprise! Uh, but no, that wasn't the case. I think he, he got his vaccination. He got it. Like Did he? 30 seconds after... Uh, Rafa won. <laughs> Apparently he's had his first shot. Yes. Oh, sorry. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. The first bad dad joke uh, has come through tonight on Sports Day. Sats, it's it's in your honour. What is it? Hey, Sats, I'd give my right arm to be ambidextrous. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Put I'll a name two on right it. arms. Let us know mm. why. Because I had trouble. What? Move on. Okay. Uh, 0457 736 736. When you shoot us a text tonight, don't forget to tell us where you're listening, how you're listening to us around this wonderful country of ours. Um, the Women's Ashes, exciting finish to that yesterday. It was. was it was exactly like the It was the exciting, but then, be, then it was mm. flat because it was a draw. What do you want to do then? But, I, want a vis- I want a result. But that's a good result for Australia, stopping mm. England from winning. It would have been better if they'd won. But it means they're still ahead in the uh, in the Ashes series. Mm. And there's one day is to come, aren't there? Yeah, three one days start Thursday uh, in Canberra, I think, uh, the next one. And we'll talk to Moddy. Um, he'll be on the show tomorrow. The skipper, Matthew uh, – sorry, the coach, Matthew Mott, will be joining us uh, tomorrow night. We spoke to him a few weeks ago, Badge, just before it all happened, before mm. he broke uh, – whose who's jaw did he break? Beth Mooney's. Yeah, Beth before Mooney. he break Beth Mooney's jaw. So ask him if he's allowed to do throwdowns in the nets. <laughs> Didn't uh, she anymore. do well? Yeah. Two great catches. As well, a couple of great mm. catches. Yeah, yeah, what broken jaw. Hey, NFL championship games are on today as well, the AFC and the oh. NFC. No, Badge, you can do all of that, but outstanding games and one of the biggest upsets uh, of the year today with the Cincinnati Bengals beating uh, the Kansas City Chiefs in – their home turf, no way. Kansas City's home turf, against the best turf. It, Cincinnati won in Kansas. That, yes. How long since that's happened? Yeah. To put into context for rugby league, <gasps> what listen, would it be like? Sports, it's like the Bulldogs, because Cincinnati have been pretty bad over the last couple of years. Mm. Yep. Really well, put bad. it this way. In the last two seasons, prior to this season, they'd only won six games. Yep. So it'd be like the Bulldogs beating Melbourne or beating Penrith in Penrith. To make the grand final. Over seven and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. Just like that. The game in three hours was an outstanding game. 
And then, of course, there was the Rams versus the 49ers today. The Rams, how about this for a stat, will be playing at their home stadium in two weeks' time because it's only it's it never happened in the history of uh, of Super Bowls had a, a team made the Super Bowl their home ground until last year when Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Because yeah, they they years out they decide they decide where, where, where it's going to be. be, and it's happened again this year with the Rams. They'll be playing that brand new stadium. In LA, looks amazing, that stadium. It does. The SoFi Stadium, I think they call it. So, uh, Lots to get through, lots to unpack. What was your favourite moment from the weekend? Did anything make you cry? We'd love to hear it from you. 0457 736 736. Uh, Medvedev, he's, he's... Nathan Buckley not winning Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. That made me cry. Why? Because I wanted him to win. Who won? Dylan Lewis. What? Former radio jock. Music man. Yeah. Good well dude. Known. Good yeah. guy. Right. Glenn the, Glenn, the Newcastle Reality King says, get out of No, no, we're not reading The his other text. guy, and welcome back, the Sats. In capitals. Sats in your absence. I was told to keep my messages short. Did you like my pick for the first floor in the jungle last night? Didn't see it. I no, didn't hear didn't it. Sorry, it. Glenn. Um, Rafa, coming mm. back from two sets down. I actually, I'm punching myself today because I – he got to, I think it was 2-0 in the third set, not too love, and I went, no, I've got to go to bed. And I can't believe that he came back and won. Yeah, you know, Badge, I was the same. Oh, I thought Medvedev was just a, a lot younger, a lot more nimble. He didn't look like he was, do- he was having to He's work so as hard as what as – what, uh, Isn't he a dweeb? Well, every go, sport's got an account. actually play? We had Cameron Smith. And he's, he's, waiting, he's waiting for Rafa to serve, and he's got like a Billy Idol look on his face. Like the, the funny looking limbs, and you go, "What's wrong with this guy?" Oh, but geez, he can play. But I was like you. I, I just thought Nadal was putting so much work into his into every shot. He has to put so much work into it. There's so much output. I thought Medvedev was just going to be too young yeah. and too nimble for him. Then to wake up and realise that five and a half hours later, yep. Nadal comes back from the brink. Amazing. Does, does the Rafa pre-service routine annoy the hell out of you? That game could have been yeah. over in two hours yeah. if you didn't do that. Just <laughs> listening to Jim Courier and, and Leighton Hewitt and co last night saying that he is so rigid yeah. with every – because he wasn't putting the balls – I don't and think you're allowed to have a second ball. Well, and because he was now. so, it was he was sweating so what? much. It affects oh, is that it affects the ball. So, um, they were saying he's so rigid that he's got to go through the whole routine again, which could play play on his conscience mm. a little bit. But you know, anyway, the true the, champions, they find a way. The crowd, they were all for Rafa, weren't they? And and he didn't take it real well, the Russian. No, here's what he had to say post match. The kid stopped dreaming. The kid uh, is going to play for himself and. Uh, that's it. That's my story. I, I'm just going to give one small example. Uh, so before the Rafa serves, even in the five set, in the fifth set, there would somebody be, and I would be, even be surprised, like one guy screaming, come on, Daniel, and like a thousand people would be like, tss, 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 dead silence. Before my serve, I didn't hear it. And it's, uh, it's disappointing. It's, uh, it's disrespectful. It's disappointing. Uh, I'm not sure after 30 years I'm, I'm going to want to play tennis. He also got booed when he came out uh, to, to start the match as well. Do you mm. think the crowd... No, it's not nice. No, do, but seriously, do you think that's actually needed nowadays? You've got two... He's not playing no, against well, an Australian. What do you doesn't mean matter. I mean, well, pl- should the crowds... I, I thought the behaviour of the Melbourne crowd was pretty ordinary oh, the whole tournament. did set terrible, terrible. Well, how are they affording tickets then to the finals? Who you can you can be a rich bogan. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, I thought. But, but should, I thought Medvedev had had 
I thought he made a lot of sense around some of the the actions of the crowd, to be quite honest. Um, throughout the entire tournament, some of the big games, um, is it, was he the villain? Yeah, because the way that he spoke to the the umpire in the semi-final, the yeah. game, I mean, that was uncalled for. And, they caught and him a small cat. Straight away that it, um, but, it but put he, him on the back foot with, he, with he the Australian fans. He handled everything from the crowd to go up two sets. So why did it all start affecting him and why, you know, and of course that was a big issue for him later on. But can can the organisers and the security come down harder on these Bogan fans? Because it, it is really embarrassing. Mm. I mean, we've already got to put up with, we've got Kyrgios and Tomic. Like the, you, know, you, you put them together with Djokovic, they're the, big, the three biggest knobs in the game. Two of them are Australian. That's embarrassing. And then we've got our crowds doing the same. Like, that, no matter what Ash Barty does, which is just amazing, thank God for her. Because otherwise, we'd just look, we'd be looked at as a, you know, a country full of. I don't think Tomic Rogans. Really, I don't think he's even on the radar with people overseas. Well, he's not now. Could mm. be. He tried, he tried to get back into the Australian Open. Didn't happen for him. Mm. But really, when you, you look at that in those crowds, oh, it, it does embarrass me. Thank God for Ash. He's amazing. Don't Do, worry about Australian crowds. What about the protester that jumped over the. Jumped onto the court. Yeah, well, they didn't show that. Pro- yeah, they? they deliberately didn't show it. You I didn't know. Give it any oxygen. But, yeah. I mean, it happened and security reacted immediately and got round the players. Was that Novak? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it was. I reckon he snuck back in as a, a, good, so as a I refugee. I think the Australian crowds, uh, you know, I thought, I thought, they, I thought we'd, they let themselves down a little bit. They were yeah. uh, protesters on behalf of the refugees, obviously. Yeah, who, they were. You know, I haven't had the same treatment uh, or could afford the same treatment, obviously, as Novak uh, Djokovic. Uh, what do you think? I, I think Badger's onto something. The 0457 736 736, your thoughts on the crowds at the Australian Open. We'll talk to Brett Phillips, who's done an outstanding job calling all the action for SCN. We'll have a chat with him really soon. Uh, boys, just got to quickly do this. Sports Day, Sports Update. I know there's a couple of texts there. Uh, make sure you send through your favourite moment from the weekend, 0457. 736-736, sports update for Acmea Farm Insurance. Um, is there some controversy around the grandstand names for the new Sydney football stadium? I'm so seeing. what are they going to be? There's a bit. Well, Ron Coot, is, is he, he's been excluded, hasn't he? So they're going to be... No, 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 no. It is the Ron Coot stand. Right. Yeah, because he's also, a South Sydney and Roosters legend. There's right. the Johnny Warren stand after the Socceroos legend. Yep. Fair the enough. Sir Nicholas Shahidi stand after the Great Wallaby. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the fourth one is called the Garrison stand. What? Mm-hmm. I mean, who cares about a what? garrison and British soldiers playing cricket there years ago? That, that There was a big push by the Roosters and many others for Arthur Beetson. Is uh, it, and they, I'm just going to throw this out there. Is Artie two Queensland? Yes. No. Yes. It, I'm, and I, well, I, is Donald Bradman to South Australia or... Wasn't he from Barrel or originally like from South yeah. Australia? I think then New South Wales. Well, mm. yeah, he I, is. He's to Queensland. I'd hope not. But what you know, you know, they're saying he maybe he should have been instead of Ronnie Coote. Ronnie Ronnie Coote is amazing what he's done for the game as a player and then with the men of the league. Outstanding choice. But the garrison, mm. well, what's what's going on there? Who cares? Well, that's not going to mean so anything to anyone. Him, what but, is the garrison? Yeah, what is the garrison? The, a, the garrison was. It's it's going back to when it was. Uh, they used to play the, – the armed forces used to play cricket at the SCG in that area there, mm. and the garrison was, you know, where that – that was where they stayed. So they're just – it's as a bit of a nod that, to the history of the place, but who cares about a garrison? Is that to please the SCG Trust, oh, who will perhaps. no doubt run the stadium, perhaps? 
Maybe. Why do you need that? What? Because get it. maybe politics, mate, for funding reasons. I don't know. Yeah. Should, should, that, should a grandstand be named after the, the local Indigenous Absolutely. Tribe? Well, you'd think before the garrison you would, yeah. wouldn't you? But but the question about Artie Beetson, I think I think Sats is right. Oh no, I don't know whether it's two right or not. Queensland. But would too many people look at it being two Queensland? I, I, I disagree because yeah, Artie was down there. He captained the Roosters twice to premierships. He yeah, was missed, missed played the, for New South Wales. Missed the sixty nine grand final with Balmain due to suspension. So he had a huge presence. In it's New not South just Wales the Roosters' home ground, guys. It's not just the Roosters. Should, should it be named after a great New South Wales rugby league player? Should there be a stand? It has been. Ronnie Coote. Oh, Ronnie, Ronnie Coote. Coote, yeah, but mm. uh, yeah, I'm thinking. Oh, greater. No, well, yeah, origin period. Yeah, like, like Ronnie Coote missed out on Brad Fittler. He missed on missed out on immortal status. Yes. Oh, is this the next best thing? I think because it's of his service to the game. Yeah, probably absolutely. And he's so big around that region, East and South Sydney region. So just you know, the career he had with South, winning four premierships, then winning another two with the Roosters. Yeah, I think that's. What about Tugger Coleman? Steve you had Maven. to go to South, didn't you? Mm. Steve, Ma- it's a Steve Maven corner. <laughs> That's up the, the northwest. Yeah, the Bronco de Juris stand. I, I think it rolls off the tongue. Mm, of course you do. What do you think? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. We've got to get to break because uh, Brett Phillips will be joining us soon. A couple of texts coming through. Satsy. Hey guys, the wheelchair rugby league state of origin. It was too. I watched some of this played over the weekend in Sydney. Unfortunately, Queensland came out too strong for the Blues. Well. For some people, great contest anyway. Some massive hits throughout the game. I've got to say, this is Carl from Wagga. Thanks, Carl, for reminding us about that because it's the first state of origin in wheelchair rugby league. It was amazing. The contact was amazing. Like chips across field and and wingers, you know, not positions, but wingers coming through and, and getting possession of the ball. It was, it was amazing, absolutely amazing it was. And it's going to be a great concept, really good Beautiful. concept. have to watch it. Mm. Hey, Danger sent a text through, by the way, and, and – I don't know whether I ban uh, Danger because he sent through a text late on Thursday, which I couldn't even put to air, oh. calling me a name, mm. um, which I, I can't put to air. It's too – Danger going, hi, Sats. Uh, I cried when as normal. I got knocked back again and again and again. W- what are you on about? I don't know. Are you, is he? Did you knock back his text messages on and on again uh, well, since I've been away? No, no, batch. No, okay. no. Well, some of them we couldn't decipher, but you get that. <laughs> no, no, but you get that because a lot of a lot of our listeners use the voice, you know, thing for. Mm. And of course, danger gets on the cans pretty early. Yeah, but no, we didn't. We didn't even say anything bad about danger, did we? No. Yet out of the blue, I get this mm. text message. Well, you have been to Cairns three times and not looked him up. Yeah, true. And he's offered. That's fair. Offered to that have dinner with you, let mm. stay at his place, beers, everything. Well, he's he's he on can the use ban- his bath. <laughs> he's on the ban list. Uh, Badge, re-last Thursday, did you check whether Michael DeVere did indeed change his name, his surname uh, to DeVere from, was it Michael? Yeah. Mm. Michael Hunt. Yeah. I didn't check. You just, okay. I, no, but, but is it I, true, I did, though? I did, I did one quick look up on Michael DeVere and couldn't find anything on it. And I thought, S- I don't know. So that's weird. Several listeners No, I, I saying, heard that along th- throughout his career and, and I played a lot against Mick Not DeVere. mixing him up with Carmichael. No, no, but I, I'm led to believe that his name was, his name was Hunt, his last name. And right. he changed it to, to DeVere. DeVere. Mm. That's a Google. Dr. Google. Google it. No, I'm not doing it again. 
All righty. 0457 736 He'll have some more info for us, I'm sure. Right, yeah. Thanks he's, for your text, He's Rooster. very well uh, educated. Yeah, Rooster Muzz, thank you for that. Let's get to a break. This is Sports Day for our great mates at Kia, the super-fast charging all-electric Kia EV6 is back. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Here we go, four championship points. Now Collins will put the serve into play to the Barty chip return up the middle. Collins went cross-court at the back end. Ash digs it out. Collins looking to go up the line. Ash on the forehand cross-court. She's done it. She's done it. Ash Barty has broken the droughts of 44 years. She is the Australian Open champion. What a moment to savour. Some raw emotion from Ash that we don't always get to see. Wow. Yeah, we all talked about how we felt when we saw Ash Barty win uh, that title on Saturday night. The man who called that and did an exceptional job uh, our tennis expert Brett Phillips is joining us now on Sports Day. BP, be honest, did you get a little emotional when she won that? <laughs> well, yeah, I think it was a little bit emotional. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, I think it's probably the the, the most enjoyable night I've had doing uh, live sport. I mean, you know, when you've done it for so long, uh, Jase, you know, you, you sometimes forget about um, past uh, tournaments or uh, moments you've been involved in, but I think, you know, I've been covering the Australian Open for a long, long time and we've always wanted to see a homegrown player actually win the Aussie Open and, you know, when those two, um, Edmondson and O'Neill won in the 70s, I was a young tacker. So, um, you know, it's, you know, there's been some little opportunities along the way, but to see an Aussie and, and such a good Aussie on and off the court win the Australian Open has just made this tournament even more enjoyable than what I, you know, what I normally enjoy. BP, she was so composed through those those real key moments throughout the game. She always has great composure and great patience. And you spoke about it when she finally won that final. And she was so animated, which we don't usually see from her. Why on this occasion? Well, maybe it was just, uh, you know, two weeks or a lifetime of just, you know, dreaming of winning the Aussie Open that she just let out that raw emotion. I mean, clearly... You know, there's sort of the private Ash Barty, there's the public Ash Barty, and the public one is certainly the more reserved version. I don't think we get to see, you know, the real sort of uh, funny, jovial... Now, she reserves that for her inner sanctum and her team, and I'm sure there's a very different person if you're in that uh, inner sanctum with her. But to the public, I mean, I think, you know, she's coming out of her shell, and she's not naturally uh, one that's comfortable in the spotlight, but she's embraced it now. She knows that she has to sort of embrace it because the eyes are on her and, and people want a little bit more from her. But you can only be natural too, and that's what you love about her. She's just being natural. She's just, um, if there's emotion to show, she'll show it. If there's not, she'll be measured. You know, she'll still do it in the way that you look at her and go, gee, I'm, I'm a fan of yours. And it's hard not to be a fan of Ash Barty in the way she just, you know, conducts herself. BP, we keep hearing about... Ash Barty's variety in her game and why it's so different to all the other players on the circuit. What is it about her game that has such variety? 
Well, it's the different shots that she can pull out that so many players just don't play them as well. And that, that goes all the way back to when she started as a junior, the way she was taught to play the game, the way she wanted to play the game. So she she loved playing uh, the slice in particular. Tell me anyone. I can't think of anyone in the women's game that has really mastered that shot to absolute perfection to the point, and I've said it a few times in the last few weeks, for the it's become a weapon. Most players use it as a form of defence, just to you know, just to reset their core position and stay in a point. Now she actually hits winners. It's you know, it's phenomenal to watch. You know, whether she's that slice up the line in particular, where it, you know, she gets that side spin, and that's just years and years of practice. So, yeah, and then she can hit just her acute angles, uh, and, it, and, it, and the chip return. The chip return is so Federer-like. Uh, rather than you know blasting that first uh, return back off the forehand or backhand, she will go on that backhand chip, which is that half court ball, which actually brings her opponent forward. And there's a lot of players who don't want to come forward; they want to sit back in that back half of the court and just have the ball in the hitting zone all the time. So she just strategically gets players into awkward positions where they've got to they've got to hit a ball they're not used to. They don't practice, um, you know, those, those sort of um, those sort of shots. So I think that's just you know the weapons that she possesses, and her serve is is brilliant. I mean, anyone in women's tennis that can get three points off their serve, it's a massive bonus because most players really struggle in that department, particularly you know on the second serve where they um, where they'll get absolutely crunched. She's just amazing, and of course we've been talking about those hair standing up on the back of your neck moments. You know, her coming back from one five down, but then afterwards, uh, what was the buzz around when? It was announced, or, and did you have any idea that Yvonne Goulagon-Corley was going to be there for the presentation? No, I had no idea at all, and no one did. It was absolutely uh, top secret, and I've, I've heard the backstory uh, today. Um, Yvonne wasn't planning to come down, and she's never um, one that's wanted to be in the spotlight at all. Mm. When I've requested Yvonne to do some radio interviews, she politely declined, so you know, her husband, Roger, sort of speaks on her behalf. I've done a couple of uh, functions with Yvonne where you know, her foundation uh, is the spotlight. That's where she wants to put her focus. She doesn't really want to comment on tennis issues. But for Ash, uh, Tennis Australia were able to convince her to fly down on Saturday. They actually whisked her in through a back entrance. They took her into a room uh, just uh, underneath Rod Labor there to actually watch the mass, which uh, was surrounded by security. So no one knew at all that she would be there. And it was just that was just a beautiful moment because of you know, the tight uh, friendship that they both have and, and their passion for uh, their Indigenous heritage. Mm, and, of course, Cathy Freeman in the mm. crowd. I think she got a photo with her as well, which was just, uh, which was just beautiful. Um, I know you might want to keep on that topic, lads, but I want to also talk about that amazing night last night. Yeah. I just couldn't believe it. And I've, I'm, I'm almost ashamed to say I turned it off after two sets because I thought Med- Medvedev had that one. What an incredible uh, comeback from, from Rafa. Oh, look, it's just, uh, yeah, it leaves you speechless, really. I mean, the, the greatest warrior the sport has ever seen, Rafael Nadal, a man who just does not know how to give up. But, you know, when you were looking at it in the moment last night, I agree, you know, when uh, Medvedev stormed back to win the second set tiebreaker and you thought right there, gee, I, I reckon he might have broken the back of Nadal here. I mean, Nadal had never, had never come back from two sets to lockdown to win any of his majors. And you're thinking 35... Gee, it's not the ideal situation. And then 
you know, he just he just dug in. He played the next point. He lifted his first two percentage, which was uh, down under fifty percent in those first two sets. Uh, he started really uh, cranking up the power, uh, particularly that forehand, the backhand up the line. So he started to stretch Medvedev, who's so hard to play. I mean, you've got to play four or five extra shots against this guy just to actually win the point. And then Medvedev started to have a few little physical concerns. He was uh, uh, getting into the pickle juice. He had the, the trainer coming out, rubbing the legs just to you know, get that lactic acid and uh, going to get that movement going. Um, and he, you know, looked under a bit of pressure, but he also dug in. I mean, it was just quality. I mean, the, some of the rallies were just uh, out of this world. And uh, but, but but Rafa, um, he found a way. He's just he's, amazing. His mental resilience, physical resilience, is just uh, brilliant. Absolutely. Brilliant. Are you preparing for the Formula One Grand Prix next, <laughs> BP? <laughs> Sounds like you're on a racetrack. Well, yeah, no, I know. I think a couple of cars have gone past who were uh, far too quick, and I've got the train line overhead. I'm on my way to uh, on my way to SCN to do the uh, the first serve uh, tonight. So uh, just out and about in the uh, yeah. I've, I've actually, I actually haven't been out of the cocoon for two weeks. So <laughs> it's nice to come out and just have a drive and get out and about. Nice. Now, BP, you've seen plenty of Grand Slam finals. Where does that rate last night? Oh, right up there. Yeah, I mean, if you think. Uh, what, Djokovic in the Dale 2012, the longest ever, was at mm. five hours 53. That was that was something else. Uh, even I mean, even Medvedev in the Dale, uh, which was, what, four hours 51 in New York three years ago, that was pretty epic. You know, the, you know Federer uh, and the Dale were finished almost in pitch black at Wimbledon, uh, going back, what, around a decade or so ago. Yeah, there's been... There's been some beauties, uh, and when you when you watch men's tennis at the top end, uh, and, and these two guys uh, last night and, and players past, when they're going at it full tilt, I mean it is just sport at, at the highest quality, and uh, and that's what we um, that's what we love to be. Just an armchair away, just watching it, and, and have the privilege of calling it, and it's the next best seat in the house. So. Yeah, live sport at its absolute best. Well, BP, there's so much you get see so much un, unseen footage when the months and weeks pass from from various events. Now, it got uh, revealed today that the unseen footage of the locker room fight between Nick Kyrgios and the trainer of the Croatian doubles top seeds is expected to be revealed in a Netflix series later on this year. Did you hear about that? I did. Yeah, look, I've seen the Netflix. Um uh, the camera guys have been there. Uh, they've been filming right throughout the last fortnight. So and, and I don't know whether we, we discussed this, but I mean, this is long overdue for tennis to, you know, put something out like all the other sports have done, which you know is going to be going to be terrific to go behind the scenes. So yeah, apparently they were in the gym uh, on that particular day and caught a bit of that. And yeah, that'll be um, that'll be interesting. I mean, the argy bargy still going on today. I mean, I you know at the best of times I have curious fatigue, but. Uh, I hear he's had a, you know, a crack at uh, all the media who's had a crack at him for uh, maybe uh, suggesting that it was uh, he and Kokonakis that were the main act, not Ash Barty. I think that's been a bit misinterpreted. He's had a crack at Maxi Purcell, who uh, he shoots from the hip as well. So there's a bit going on. Yeah, I love him. Now, oh. can you can oh. you educate me, BP, before we let you go? Now, if I'm a, <laughs> if I'm a tennis player, I'm about to serve, and I get three balls off the ball, kids, okay? I look at all three of them. And then I hit two back. What are they actually looking for? Well, they're looking uh, the ones. Well, generally speaking, they're looking at the ones that are less fluff on them. 
Okay. So you want the ball to be able to really fly. So they get a little fluffier, uh, you know, as you go through the games, like you're changing balls every, I think, seven seven yep. games, roughly. Uh, so, yeah, the ones that look a little less fluffier that are going to um, fly through is what they're generally trying to inspect. Well, yeah. and, and but I did hear today that yeah. Ash's trainer, Craig Tyser, reckons this, she just can't win the US Open because they've got, they use different balls for the men's and the women's. So is there any chance of that changing? Yeah, I caught up on those comments this morning. Um, that, I, mean, I, I haven't actually read sort of the full transcript of what Craig has said on that. that that's an interesting comment. I mean, you know, you feel like in any conditions with any balls or, or whatever court, which is one you know, grand slams on all surfaces, that, that Ash can conquer anything. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if that's a bit of, uh, bit of grandstanding to maybe, uh, you know, get a little favour for the, the world number one and, and mm. the, the position that she holds. But I would think, you know, I would think Ash Barty can, you know, certainly adjust and and to the conditions and the balls in play. They, all the balls do differ uh, for each Grand Slam, uh, different different sponsorship deals that go on and partnerships. But, yeah, that's um, it's quite a black and white sort of statement that would surprise everyone because you think Ash Barty can certainly win anything. Really. Sure. That's right. Uh, BP, mate, great coverage uh, over the last couple of weeks. We've certainly yeah, appreciated thanks, your time on the show as well, and good luck with the first serve tonight. Thank you, guys. Great have, to chat as always. And have a break. Before the F1. Yes. <laughs> yes, and get off the F1 track. See you, mate. <laughs> there you have it. Brett Phillips from the first serve. Um, and, you know, I've learned about uh, they don't like fluffy balls, which is which yeah, is I always wonder. Oh, I saw King Richard while I was on break. Who? Will Smith plays the oh. father of Serena and I Venus. thought you meant you ran into someone called King Richard. Great movie. Mm. Okay. Great movie. Right, thanks for interrupting my uh, train of thought there, BP. Great job covering the uh, You're talking about uh, fluffy tennis. balls. Right. You started talking about fluffy balls. Well, what's that got to do with Serena and... and... tennis. They play tennis too. What? If you didn't know. Yeah, no, I knew that. So I didn't break yeah. your train of thought wrong. We're still on the... Break, the King Richard. <laughs> the train of tennis, so... Yeah, but they, they weren't at the Australian Open. They weren't... Hitting back fluffy balls, were they? This is Sports Day. Uh, thanks to uh, the all-new super-fast charging all-electric Kia EV6. It's weird tonight with you here. Mm. It really is. Uh, when we come back, a hot topic. It's called entertainment. It's <laughs> <laughs> show was lacking it. Yes, I, I must admit. I couldn't deliver all of it myself. Uh, when we come back, our hot topics. Uh, the text machine's going, blowing up tonight. 0457 736 736. We'll get to your text next. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Yeah, welcome back to it. Uh, Sats is back from holidays like the fighting champ that he is. And we're getting your text tonight on 0457 736 736. Um, Danger's got one here for you, Woogie. Who? Danger. He's back. He's, he's responded to you. After what he called me on Thursday night, I'm not interested. Well, he's called you Wogger. He was talking about the wife, he says. Getting knocked back. No, he wouldn't even call his wife what he called me on text. Okay. If he called his wife that, that's appalling. He wouldn't. No. Uh, Nick from Newcastle, we spoke about the Australian Open crowds and Medvedev had a fair bit to say about them. There was a couple of people that rejected 
during the Nick Kyrgios game, actually, Kyrgios asked the security to to eject one of the young lads. Off of being too raucous. For, for yelling out during Gee. services. After he's encouraged them to do it all tournament. Yeah, but you can't do it during service. Oh, you can any other time you can be any a, other time you a can knob be a, in the stand. You can be a knob. You can just, smash his racket, whatever. But but the not moment during Nick serve. Gentlemen's gentlemen's <laughs> yeah, rules. Yeah, during it, any yeah. serve, he's doing it for his We're opponents as well. Uh, Nick from Newcastle said the Bogan crowds at the Oz Open were embarrassing. They were, mm. and it's yep. Nick's fault. It was Nick. It's not Kier- Nick's fault, mate. He attracted them like flies to a, a dog poo. They just came in droves. When he because he was on. entertaining, no, Jason. No, he was. He's not entertaining, mate. Men's tennis has been is revolved around three players for over twelve or thirteen years. That's why it's boring. And now we've got someone who's got a little bit of character, a little bit of colour about him. Yes, right. he's disrespectful sometimes, but he's drawing eyes to the TV and to the games, mate. He's been around for that twelve or thirteen years, by the way, and he's won the Brisbane Open. Mm. Anyway, anyway um, Belmont from Clarence, and we talk about the new grandstands at the Sydney Football Stadium. He yep. said the Terry Hill stand, he played for both clubs. Did he play for the Roosters? He did play for the Roosters very early oh, on. Yeah. Started out with Souths. He's also got uh, the Mario Fennick stand, mm. very popular. Hey, what about the skipper of the Rabbits? What about the one there too, boys? Come through, it says um, the John Sattler stand. Yeah, he never yeah. played at the Sydney Football Stadium. He was at the SCG. Yeah, but it's become the it's, rugby league ground, hasn't yeah, true. it, really? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's a part of that same right. trust. Yep. So you would not vote for your own dad? I so would vote for my oh, own okay. dad. I would. I thought you would. Mm. Hey, uh, welcome back, Sats. I did not cry all weekend, but just did when Badge mentioned Steve Maven. <laughs> Johnny Rabbit, McLean. Here's another rabbit with you, Woogie. Now, Toronto Rod. Um, and Woogie I had... actually mentioned Steve Maven, and I just chimed in on the back of it. No, you – I mentioned um, – no, one of you got – I didn't mention Steve Maven. That's, so that's there good. you go. Yeah. You had to have a go at him because the 87 grand final I don't need to have a go at him. He did it all uh, himself. Uh, Toronto Rod. Now, a couple of people have said this to me, and I, I, I think this is pretty Aussie, and I think we would accept it. But I think Channel 9 carried on a bit when they gave Ash a beer. They harp on about the beer is strange when there's a lot of education on drinking. Uh, Cheers, Toronto Rod. Now, I've had a couple of people say to me they thought it was, really? was poor. But oh, come oh. So, so you can't celebrate with a beer anymore. There's, what can we do? Mm. What? True. Am I allowed to call people knobs? Can I do that? Well, you've you've no. got to get back to me about that. No, you can't. You can right. because. Oh, you can if you spell it N-O-B- Anyone N-O-B- who says. N-O-B-S. Kev said, I love oh. hearing the word knobs. No, K-N-O-B, like doorknob. Oh, yes, that you can. Yes. Mm. So, yeah, I've had a couple of people say that to me. They thought that. It probably should have been left out, but I, it's not the open. Like, it's different. It's different to the others, and because it's a local lass, it's one. It, absolutely, I'm all for it. Right. Local lass. Any more? There's heaps there, boys. Keep going. Uh, oh, okay. Sats, did you make it to Red Rock? And did you call into the Halfway Creek Roadhouse? No, That's, I didn't. Uh, yeah, um, Grafton well, you, had, you, were, you were tucked away with COVID, weren't you? Yep. You and your wife and your your mum, Grafton girl Brooke McClymont, unlucky not to win. I'm a celebrity. I agree. Get me out of here. Listening on 2GF. That's Grafton. Amazing Bronco. singer. I've listened to a lot of her music actually since. Did she sing while she was in? She did. She made up songs as name well. Name two of her songs. I can't name two of her songs, but what I can tell you, she's a great vocalist. What? And she, she, what a yeah. cracking, I'm what a, a cracking girl. Here's one. Get me out of here. Here's one. <laughs> this is her duet with Wayne Bennett. Hello. Hello. <laughs> she's good. Wayne. <laughs> That's Brooke McClymont and Wayne Bennett there. That'll be a huge not. hit if it hasn't been already. Mm. 
Anything else or should we go to a break, boys? Mm, I think go to a break. Rightio. This is sports day. Oh, Thanks. i got one what, quickly. Yes. Um, Daniel from Prairie Road asked us last night. Now, Satch, you might help us with this, but I think yeah. you know the answer. Following up from his query last week, in previous years, fans had the opportunity to vote for the respective Indigenous and Murray and NRL All-Stars teams. Is that happening this year? Well, I don't think it, they, I don't it is. I don't think it is because well, of COVID. Yeah. yeah. They're announcing it tomorrow. Yeah, because there have been some restrictions on players, so... Well, it's okay because they weren't sure who's so going to be So it's going to have to be controlled. Right. Yeah, the selection. I'm led to believe. Tomorrow. Daniel? Mm. Who do you mm. want, Daniel, in the team? Let us know and we'll see if we can get a, a late vote for them. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Uh, when we come back, some weather and uh, more of your text. Plenty to get to. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia with the uh, super fast charging oil electric Kia EV6. It's as silent as the critics find out more. Kia dot com slash au got something to say text us anytime 0457 736 736 this is sports day with badge and sats sports day with badge and sats for kia meet your muse with the all-new kia sportage Welcome back to Sports Day. Uh, Badge and Sats are back together again. You beauty. Uh, a lot of our listeners saying that's not 0457 736 736. Good to have you back, uh, Sats. And Good to be back. Mate, have you missed? Quentin the Weathercock, absolutely. Quentin's been doing a superb job. Some nights he doesn't turn up. because mm. uh, oh, he's got a very busy cricket crew. Well, no, 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 there's some hens now in the building. So he gets a, sometimes late in the Arvo, he gets a bit towy and... Needs to go out to the car park. Toe? They, do they have toes? They well, long claws. Mm. So a bit of a scratch around. They need to supply some eggs Can to you the give building. Us some weather? What? Yes, I will. Quentin de Weathercock. Uh, what do you want? Weather. Yeah, but whereabouts should we look at? Let's go. Uh, Wagga. Wagga. That's oh, one of the great places. Best sports person to come from Wagga. Wayne Carey. Steve Mortimer. Mark Taylor. Mm. There's lots. A few good ones. Peter Sterling. Peter Sterling. Yeah. Well, well, he's Peter's a Toowoomba boy. He's born in Toowoomba. Yeah, true. He's a Queenslander. Uh, 31 degrees at the moment in uh, Wagga, heading for a top tomorrow at 31, 70% chance of rain, and we better cover off on... on Michael s- Slater. Yes. Well, can, uh, he's in bad books at the moment, isn't he? No. Isn't he? Yeah, he might be. Uh, Tell okay. us a story. Tell us. No, I'm not. Uh, 31 <laughs> degrees for Sydney tomorrow, 40% chance of rain. And I'm backing out of this conversation very quickly. New Farms products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. Thank you, <laughs> Quentin de Weathercock. Geez, at the time already. Better get to a couple of texts before uh, we get to the break. What have we got here, boys? The Davidson, Fennec, Boyle, Chisholm, Ellison, Andrew Stan. <laughs> That's from Tweed Rabbit. Hey, just in relation to the Australian Open, um, we've got one here. Uh, um, this is from Damo from Ballina. He said, hi, guys. Sorry about the bad joke early. We didn't actually didn't read it out. No. But can you tell me what the difference <laughs> between the women's prize money and the men's? In Interesting the as I believe it should be the same. It is. It is now. Yeah. Yeah, $2.875 million for the winner. Right. Runner-up is $1.5 million. There you go. Hmm. What about the men's... Uh, doubles, they got 675000 at the split. First round, $25,000 mm. for that. First Australian Open, 25000 if you're knocked out in the first no, round. No, no, no. Singles, 100000 mate. 100, Is it? It's yeah, it's 100000 Anyway, it's a lot. It's high. Mm. Uh, on Michael Devere, yes, absolutely. He changed his name from Michael Hunt. Think about it. I don't get it. <sighs> okay. Who did that? Mm. I don't get it. Stop it. Why would he change that? Stop, Stop saying it. You're running it. You're running it to the line. Saying it. Just 
change his name to Bob. No, no, it doesn't matter. Uh, this is Sports Day. Thanks for your text. We'll get to more of them in a moment. 0457 736 736, as well as the Kia Top 7. This is Sports Day for the super fast charging all electric Kia EV6. It's as silent as the critics. Find out more at kia.com slash au. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.